0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just eight ninety seven at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Welcome back to More To It, the show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start with headline news and then journey to deeper conversations. Always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story. I'm your host, Marcel Swally. That dude! Still a little... Morally impaired, as I would like to say. it, But it's all good because I'm going to plow through it because I'm a football player, damn it. And that's how you get tough, by going through tough situations, man. Love for you guys. I'm going to spit this game to y'all today as y'all always spit that game in them comments. Yes, I'll be hovering. I'll be flying through. Like, like. Thumbs down. <laughs> thumbs down. Love, man. I love it all, man. Just sharpening our swords. So let's get into the show starting off with what's up with that dude well what's up with me ah man we about to take a trip we about to take a trip y'all uh we ain't going far but we about to get in the car all of us all itty bitties the whole family so pray for me because boy when you close them doors and you got all of them in there they act a straight donkey so it's gonna be fun man love for you guys as you know we got wally's world You can get this book right here, autographed version of that book, Never Shut Up. Always hook y'all up. Also, man, we got all kinds of things. I'm going to show you guys this. Every week, I'm going to show you a different throwback so you can understand. What you need to do is go to projecttransition.org. Leave a donation of any amount, small, super small. Just enter yourself into the winnings. More importantly, we want you in our database for your email so we can keep you updated on all the things we do in the community. And it's not just local LA. So we got LL Cool J tickets this weekend, but also autographed books. You want that? How about throwback jerseys? Favorite team, favorite sport, favorite player. How about playing cards from your boys, signed, sealed, delivered, got you guys, man. We're going to do all kinds of things, invitations to our pickleball, celebrity matches, et cetera. Just be a part of the team, part of the family, and you know what I'm talking about. Make sure that you log on ProjectTransition.org. Let me get to this damn show, because boy, it seems like every time I bring up Antonio Brown, it's always got to be something bad. Like, it's just never complimentary of the great player he used to be. Just tearing down all of that name, all of that image, all of that likeness. His NIL is just destroyed right now. Because now, he's going after Dov Kleiman, is that how you say his name? And Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark be in the middle of the mix. All right, let's talk about this. So, Antonio Brown had a few with them. Took issue with the news aggregator, my man, Dolph Kleiman, bro Bible writer, um, thinking that he posted a story talking about him in an arrest warrant. But it was really a TMZ story that he just obviously aggregated it. So Antonio didn't like that because, hey, man, you're putting out stories about me and a warrant for my arrest over non-payment of child support. All right, so AB tweeted, I ain't going to read all these bad words because it's If it wasn't A-B, then I'd be like, all right, this means something to this person. But it's just A-B now. F the B-A reporter, whoever wrote the story. UMF don't know S about me, where I came from, what I've been through. All right, so NFL dog climbing, where the police broke, they still want me lying, uh, C-word. That's interesting. We're going way back to like George Jefferson and uh, all in the family days using that word. To which Dolph Kleiman replied, good morning, Antonio. Wasn't me. It was TMZ here. And A-B replied back, C word, scared now. You see, you got the criminal complaint. Stop lying on my name, Antonio Brown, a business, not a name you play with, boy. <laughs> and then he posted a screenshot of a DM from Climate. Okay. Well, one thing I already caught in that that just lets me know A-B is still ABN. is when you start telling somebody who brings you up on notice about this moment in the present, you start talking about your history, your past, where you from. That was just the dumbest rap lyrics of the 80s. Like, where you from is where you at, and it ain't where you from is what you be. Like, dog. We ain't talking about none of that. I don't care if you're from Compton. I don't care if you're from uh, Coral Gables. I don't care if you're from Dade County. I'm, I'm talking about this right here. And I'm not even the one that put this out there. I'm just the one that's taking notice of it and talking through it, right? So when somebody goes all the way back and man, come on, dog, you know me. You ever had that? You call your boy out or something and say, me? Come on, dog, you know me. Yeah, I know you, but I don't know what you just did. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about right here with AB. So let's keep it going. Uh, He tweeted at him one more time. A warrant is a check that comes from Social Security. To falsify a warrant is fraud. Uh, He went there, blah, blah, blah. Let's get to some more of it, right? Then he went at Ryan Clark, his former teammate. Y'all know who he is from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Been at ESPN since 2015. And he tweeted at him and then deleted the tweet, which always makes me say, oh, the hell you doing? Like, who doesn't know what sin means? And then when you send it, I know what happens. You send it and because you're all gassed up. You're like, oh, man, fuck the fool, man. Nah, and you hit it. And then, like all of us, guess what you do? You check to see how people taking it. And then you be like, wait a minute. I ain't mean it like that. Oh, man, hold on. That's a little too much. Ah, man, my whole timeline. I I delete. I've never deleted a tweet, but at the same time, I never said nothing like that. But I ain't built like that, but he built like that. So if you built like that, be like you built. (laughs) Damn it. You send a tweet, send a tweet. We already seen it in this world. As soon as it's out there, it's forever out there. You ain't bringing it back. But here's one reason why People delete tweets that I do understand, I do respect. If you don't delete it, you're going to always get hit with every single tweet and mention that comes from that tweet. So, sometimes you're not just deleting it because you're scared or you don't like what you said. It's just because you're trying to stop this avalanche of every single person that replies to that tweet you get to see on your timeline. What does that mean? You see nothing else on your timeline. You don't get to see nothing. Your boy's hitting you. Hey dog, we should go here on vacation. You ain't seeing that. All you seeing is AB you a fool, AB clown. Oh AB, what is this? You're like That's all you're getting. So I understand that much of it. But let's get into it. He said to Ryan Clark, "Whoa, wait. here we go. How, how do I even start here? Ryan Clark being a B word in media, say things then apologize next. I'm assuming he's talking about the tour situation that just happened. And we shouldn't be in a world where we clown on somebody for apologizing. Even though we should still be in the same world, they'll be like, dog, why you say that shit in the first place, right? That part. All right, so A.B., name drop, we gonna strike your ass, boy. <laughs> A.B. talks like a rapper. Raps. <laughs> his, his written word, his prose is nothing but a rap. All right, he said, champ had me spare you last time. We spin your ass for confusion, boy. Rap life. Whew, how old are you? <laughs> if you play for the Steelers, don't talk about no Steeler in public. House rules, fraternity, open kumbaya. All right, uh, so then I think Ryan Clark has learned his lesson on uh, the criticism uh, that's unnecessary. Like, you don't criticize when you got criticized, but... Criticizing A-B right now isn't really necessary. So here's, here's Ryan Clark. You got a little bro. I have no more beef with you. Whatever you need to get off your chest, do it. No need to spare me, but I hope you're well, my man. If you need me, I'm here to help. You want something else, I'm here for that too. God bless. Now, that's the high road. That road is so high that you're like, mm, you like, you're all right? <laughs> like, that's too high a road. You ever have somebody do that to you? Or you'd be like, dog, it sound like a setup. Like he, he, not only is he like, I ain't got no problems with you. And if you need me, I'm here. And I hope you are okay. Which is, that's that little floss. That's that little like, yo, something wrong with you, but I ain't going to say it, but I want you to admit it. So then I can help you out a little bit of that. Because frankly, <sighs> I don't get this generation. I don't, I, if I got problems with you, dog, I got problems with you. <laughs> it's, not, it's nothing else. But when I don't have problems with you, trust me, trust me, I don't have a problem with you, right? So if I really had a teammate that was struggling or I even had the suspicion of struggle, I wouldn't put it out and profess for the whole world to see, oh, something may be wrong with my teammate and I'm here for him, but I ain't hit my teammate. You see what I'm saying? Like, I've had issues with some of my teammates before. Uh, one, recently, one of them heard something I said and took it out of context, thankfully, because I would never bash him. I was like, dog, it wasn't even that. You just didn't know the question. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. You're still, still my dog. <laughs> so, point being, but if we really had problems, guess how we handled that? We didn't handle that on Twitter, even though what I said was broadcast everywhere and on Twitter. That's my point. These fake ones, man, like these fake relationships or fake people in real relationships, whatever you want to call it. It's just these wires are getting crossed. Oh, I'm here for you if you need me, big dog. Nick, what? If you if you know I need something and if you think you're gonna really be there, hit your boy. That's why I just don't like that layer. But hey, it's better to him take the high road than the other road, I guess, in this situation. All right, so then, Let's talk about how the fact that A.B. tried to make it all up. He deleted the tweet, obviously. But he said, hey, wit at Big Ben, Ben Roethlisberger, it's all love. Ryan Clark, all love. You know I love my sensei, Coach Tomlin. Anything that any of us have said or done in the past is the past. Piddle the palace. Water is under the bridge. I won't be the one saying anything against anybody that has ever wore the black and gold. It's a fraternity of gladiators. Okay why y'all think ab is talking about this right now is my first question as opposed to last week when it all came out i didn't even do a story on it because i was like another ab child support story and it's like i care for the child more than i care for ab and the baby mama and their craziness and their neglect it's like that kid gonna be traumatized through all this trust me even if it goes smoothly it's traumatic to a kid to see their parents not together i talk to my little mj all the time biscuit be like dog He's now learning about divorce because uh, we went to a friend's house and he's like, I thought he lived over there. And I was like, well, now, you know, I can't lie to my son, but I got to figure out how to carve it up properly so he could digest it at his level of maturity. So I'm like, yeah, daddy lives over there. Mommy lives here. Why don't mommy and daddy live together? Oh, damn. Little inquisitive little dude. (laughs) Um, because they lost the love for their commitment. I pulled that one out, right? <laughs> I was like, man. And then we start talking through that, but I was making sure that I protected the whole image and the whole bond of marriage and how special it is and how, pro- I, want, I don't want my kid just be thinking, oh, forget it, I can just get married and divorce, or I can just have a baby everywhere, like his daddy did. Um, you know, et cetera. So I'm like trying to keep him pure. Even if it may be fantasy, because compared to reality, half of the marriages work, half don't. I want my son to be raised in that mindset and spirit. So that's what I was thinking. But why AB just talk about this last week? and talk about it now. Then accused the wrong dude of it instead of TMZ. Why don't you go at TMZ? Uh, because in part, TMZ, when they put it out, they don't get a ton of attention when P- TMZ puts it out on social. It gets a ton of attention on the, on the show. But on the social, other people can grab it and make it bigger, right? I see that happen with a lot of people like Vlad TV. You watch Vlad TV on YouTube, you're like, damn, everybody watching this. But then you see him do his post, and eh, people ain't tripping on the post, whatever that is. So, y'all think he got a point about this, right? Like blasting the media, blasting Dolph, blasting Ryan Clark. Y'all think AB got a little point? Or is, like Ryan Clark said, his behavior is a little concerning? Um, Look, I know A.B. this much. Uh, I did some shows with him way back, and I said it way back then to him and to everybody because, you know, on Sports Nation, ain't, we ain't clowning and keeping it to ourselves. We, we joking you out. We joning you out. I was like, dog, you blink. I used to talk about <laughs> Blink, dog. And I don't know if he has CTE or not. I'm not going down that deep road. All I'm saying is A.B. has been affected. And I hope that he doesn't uh, affect others as much as it seems like he is. Kind of like a pig pen. Everywhere you go, kicking up dust. One of those situations. So, in the beef, I guess we got some issues right here. A.B. versus Ryan Clark. Blah, blah, blah. Take the high roll, Ryan Clark. But next time, also, take out your phone and hit your boy. <laughs> and not just on Twitter. Hit your boy if he really somebody you're going to help and is really your boy. Oh, man. Always got to say it because I love it. This is my book. You're going to be your book on Friday. Swag away. these World Membership. Or go to projecttransition.org. Log on. Donate any amount. It could be itty bitty. A penny if they let you. I think the lowest is $5 that I tried. But hey, you figure it out for yourself. But you'll be entered into the sweepstakes to win things like this. An autographed book. Rollback jerseys. Concert tickets. Yacht experiences. How about 15 minutes Chopping it up with your boy, you and I, one-on-one on on the zoom, 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 boom, boom, boom. No, we ain't doing all that. Oh, yeah, all those things and more. If you make it a recurring donation at the lowest amount, guess what you get? Entering into all the sweepstakes. That means you're going to win multiple times, basically. That's how that goes. All right, y'all, let's get into this Alabama story about Nick Saban, the great, who foregoes death chart to avoid distractions. Ah! It's going to be some fun. So not only did uh, Coach Nick Saban neglect to name a starting quarterback, but he also neglected to release a depth chart in any form. First time in 17 seasons with the Alabama Crimson Tide that he didn't release a formal depth chart the week of the season opener. Ah, He on to something, and I'm on to him what he's on to. So he said a formal list of starters and backups creates a lot of distractions. Within the locker room and quite frankly, you know, we don't need that. I want all of our players to continue to compete, continue to compete for playing time to try to play at the highest level. And I don't want anybody on our team to think they're a backup player or whatever. Hmm. Is Nick Saban becoming a purist of the sport? Where is this whole new Nick Saban where I don't want anyone to think they're a backup? I don't want to create no pecking order. I don't want that competition to actually hurt someone who didn't win the competition. Sounds a little different, right? 17 years and it's the first year you pull it? It's because there's a different reason. We'll get into it. So Saban then apologized for not releasing the depth chart. Yeah, he did. But he said that the players know who should start and who shouldn't oh yeah game recognized game <laughs> I don't give a damn where you been I teach my kids that at seven eight years old I said don't act like you don't know who the best player on this team is and don't act like you don't know who needs a lot of work okay you don't believe me all right you the captain you the captain pick why you pick him <laughs> they'd be like uh 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 try not to hurt nobody's feelings man your feelings better get hurt this world going to hurt him if you don't. All right, so it's funny to see it on every level still happening. So he said also he had an expectation to play one or multiple quarterbacks, and he doesn't know just yet what that's going to look like um, against Middle Tennessee this Saturday. But since they play in Middle Tennessee, he's going to figure it out on the game day. He's <laughs> just going to be like, all right, we're going to go backwards and beat Middle Tennessee. That's just how the schedule lines up. He says he doesn't have any expectation, but the options are open to play one, play multiple. He's just leaving everything blank canvas, all right? We're going one day at a time, he says. We're repping the players and regardless of what happens in this game just because whoever starts in the first game, that doesn't mean that you, you don't have to continue to compete and play throughout the season because the competition doesn't end like the first game in any position, including quarterback. Ooh, Nick Saban cooking it up hard and hot. And then... The fourth-ranked Crimson Tide will host Texas in week two on September 9th. Sark coming in the building. That's the homie right there. Whoa, that's going to be fun. Okay, let's talk about what's really going on here. Because there ain't no way in your 17th year, you're just going to wake up and say, you know what I'm not going to do? Something I've done for 16 years, the depth chart. You know what I'm saying? Like depth chart creates so much commotion that's necessary for the movement of the ocean, right? <laughs> like, you need that commotion for the movement of that ocean. Like, you need cats to be like, okay, all right. You need cats to be like, you need all of that. You need that, that infighting almost, the emotional infighting that comes from, hey, you're up here and you're down here because up here is not gonna just get fat and full. Up here wants to stay up here, starter. And guy down here is not just going to sit here and mope and go, you know what he's going to do? Oh, I'm coming, homie. Wait, wait. I can't wait to next practice, baby. I can't wait to special teams in the game. I'm going to show you I should be a starter, right? So that's what that's about. But everybody knows who's starting and who's not, regardless if you write it down on paper, smack it on the billboard and say, look at that. That's you, number one, QB1. You know who it is. You can tell on the field. You can tell by the rep count. We all do a rep count. We all sitting there like, all right. When we competing, coach be like, all right, all right. Um, Wiley, you up first. <laughs> right? Or sometimes he'd be like, hey, Dingle, you go first. Wiley, you go after Dingle. I'm like, well, I'm going after Dingle, okay? I'm going to watch Dingle. Whatever Dingle does, I'm going to do better. That's what I got to do. Respect. Rest in peace to my boy Adrian Dingo as well. Just gave him some love. All right why are you doing this? Because Nick Saban, Ben told y'all his formula and it's a winning formula. Greatest coach in college football history. I remember he had a speech. He was like, I am not looking at a group that is trying to become back-to-back champions. So this is after one of the championships they won. I don't know when this was. He's won several. Uh, And he's like, I'm not looking at a group of guys who's trying to win back-to-backs. I'm looking at a group of guys that's just trying to win a championship. Why? Because this team is not the exact same team as that team that just won it. So there's no back-to-back. Y'all not the same team. And more importantly, y'all are not made of the same things that they're made of. And I'm not just talking about personnel. And I was like, damn Nick Saban, no wonder he out there tilting on these dudes every year. You know, The mindset he is placing in these guys, not, not asking them to find, he putting it in you. He telling you how to get down, and that is just amazing because when you look around at a team dynamic, every year it does shift, it does change, and this is why he's doing this depth chart thing, because he wants them to get, get comfortable. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. That's what Nick Saban wants. He wants these guys to realize the difference between the inheritance and what you guys actually really are, right? You go to Alabama, you inherit this reputation. You inherit this reputation of greatness. You inherit that we are doing. You fourth, you fourth rank and ain't stepped on the field yet at Alabama. That does something to you unless somebody else offsets that like Nick Saban is, right? That program has earned that reputation. You just a recipient. Now, some of those guys have put in work and you know, upperclassmen guys who've been there before of course, but in totality, what Alabama represents. Oh, all y'all ain't chipped in on this. So all y'all shouldn't feel what that inheritance looks like. You gotta earn it. And a lot of that is a conversation all of us have, especially us, all of us who are from like the bottom, from the hood, from bad situations, adverse circumstances, whatever you were from, like me. And then you make it, and then you got kids raised in a different circumstance. And you're looking at them like, hmm, You inheriting a lot. I want to make sure you understand the importance of earning it as well. And that's what it is. So you kind of like strip away some of the things that you normally wouldn't just to make sure to check in on them that they understand the difference between getting it and being given it and earning it and going out and getting it, right? That's all Nick Saban trying to do over here. Had a ton of conversations in this same respect. So I saw the life lesson and just stripping them down. Get the titles out of here. Go out there, you eat what you kill, and that's how we're going to play ball this year. Let's see how Alabama balls. Middle Tennessee, get out the way. Texas, we're going to see how Alabama balls when that happens. So y'all agree with Nick Saban's approach of not releasing the depth chart? You know, I would. I always release the depth chart. I love highlighting competition to everybody, including myself. We always compete, so why hide it? I hate when these parents come up to me and they drop off their kids to meet them up. Okay, we're not going to be, we're not here for the score. No, we are kind of. We're not here um, to just go out there and and try and just win. No, that's part of it too. Uh, We're here to have fun. Partly. (laughs) If fun is work then he going to have fun at work because he's about to work. That's what it's about. So you think a depth chart creates distractions. I ain't, I ain't go there. I ain't feel that. Or does the lack of a depth chart create even more of a distraction and more questions for everybody on the team to answer? Beat it up in the comments. Let's talk through that. Let's get into this wildest world. Y'all know what it is. Uh-huh. Friday Swag Away winner. We're going to hook you up. How do you get hooked up? ProjectTransition.org, leave a donation, the smallest amount to the largest amount. Doesn't matter, just be a part of the team. We need that email in that database. Then I'm going to enter you into all the sweepstakes if you give me a recurring donation. One time donation, just write what you want. You might get it. So go to ProjectTransition.org, support the community, support the foundation, support your boy as we do great work with these kids. All right, y'all. So Tony Romo, blah, 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 blah all you critics out there. He said, there's agendas. People like clicks. So Tony Romo hit the ground running. I mean, run, 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 run. Where that from? Run, 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 run. He hit the ground running 2017. Talking about a broadcaster anointed. Good Lord, he earned all that. He was out there killing it. But since then, like anything, he's faced more blowback than he has previously for his work especially last year. That was the most criticism you heard. So, Romo's addressed that criticism a lot, and he usually says, uh, you can't please anyone, you can't please everyone. Kind of that kind of response. But this week, kind of said a little different tune, you know what I'm saying? He said, the criticism is agenda-based. Here's Romo, people come to me now and say they love our crew, they love how we do it. Like anything, we, the CBS crew, been at such a high level doing this for so long, that it doesn't matter who you are, people are not going to continually write the same article about how great you are. I mean, you wouldn't do that. You're not going to continually write. They are the best over and over again. They might still think it, but people have to find things to write. I think that's just part of human nature. Ah, Romo, Romo, Romo. I remember saying these exact words, I remember one time, to one of my co-hosts forget who it is. And if I did remember, I'll have to still not say their name because I got to protect the guilty. And I was like, dog, you know that right now people talking trash just because they tired of talking love. (laughs) They talking bad about you because they tired of talking good about you. That's just it. As simple as that. Now I'm going to get deeper into that a little bit later, but I feel what Romo's saying right there. So he continued and he said, look, and guess what? There's agendas. People like clicks. I mean, that's a real thing, and I think they should. I think it's all a positive. Talking about it, it helps all of the NFL. Our job is to go out there and perform like we've done and try to do, always do our best. I think we've done a great job with that. You're looking at a very talented group here. Like all things, we're going to go and try to put our best foot forward. So now I want y'all to think about this because these are some of the summations that came from this. Romo's certainly not wrong that people like clicks. And that many decisions at many sports sites are made on that basis, right? Like, we got two stories. Which one do we think people are going to be more engaged with? Because we can use clicks, but it's really synonymous with engagement. Like, people are going to actually check it out. That's what you want, right? You don't want to put something out there and you're like, oh, I don't give a damn that they care about. I do the same thing here. It's not clicks, but it is clicks. Because I want y'all to go through the content. So if I got a story talking about, oh, there's a cricket player that uh, saved a, a bunny while running across and making a goal. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> Right? Like, y'all ain't clicking through that, are y'all? You want to see a bunny get saved playing cricket? No. But then you hear a Tony Romo story, you're like, what Romo say? That's the point. So I get where Romo's coming from with that one. But also, I want you guys to know that the page views and the performances of these stories, uh, if that was just the reason why everybody coming at Romo now, they would have came at Romo earlier because they needed those page views and clicks even back in 2017. You get it? So yeah. Oh, y'all clickbait. Okay. Well, we didn't just start being clickbait. We've been clickbaiting. So when you started in 2017, we were, if we were so clickbait, we would have been clicking your bait back then, but we were giving you love. So watch that one, Romo. Here's another one. All right. Given all of the criticism fully to the media, having an agenda, Maybe not the nicest, fairest thing to say as well, uh, because if there wasn't a legitimate gripe or issue there, it couldn't even get to a place where everybody is clicking on it. Right. The media's agenda sounds great, but it needs the masses to support it or a media agenda falls flat. You ever think about that? We always blame the media. Oh, look what they did. Look what they making everybody think. They ain't making me think that. <laughs> they making you think that. They put it out there. They put it out there, but it has to connect. It has to attach. It has to grip you. And you actually become the force. You actually become the momentum, not the media. Media could go out there right now. Everybody, top of your roof, jump. They keep saying that. Somebody gonna jump, but guess what? Somebody was already gonna jump. I ain't about to now have a new thought of jumping. Are you? Well, so... Take some onus. Don't let the media always be the real layer and lazy layer we use uh, to support our actions. Sometimes it's just you. And the media is also echoing that as well. So those are the two things I had right there. (sighs) Y'all agree with Romo? The media has an agenda. I mean, of course they got something to say. Agenda sounds like, oh, they over there twirling their whiskers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They're going to all jump off their roofs tonight. (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't believe in all that. But I ain't the only person on this planet. And you think Romo deserved that criticism for his performance last season. Y'all enjoy Romo in the booth? Or was last year Anomaly? Or was last year like, yo, you off? But I know I love Romo every time I hear him. Now let me tell y'all what really went down in this one. This is a life lesson I think we all should learn. Uh, what Romo is really talking about is the true snowball effect. There is a true snowball effect. Think about it how it applies to you in your life, because it just happened to Romo. It starts off with one flake, one snowflake, right? Snowball effect, and then it just gets bigger as it grabs more snowflakes. But remember this: it's getting bigger by grabbing more snowflakes, but using the same flakes. The same thing is being used, more of it, to get bigger. Catch that? One more time. Snowflake, more of them, all the same, to get bigger. This would happen to him. It's selective perception. It happens to everybody, including yourself, including me, including all of us. You're going through your comments. You're going through your comments. I'm Tony Romo, 2017. Damn, they love me. Damn, they love me, 2018. Damn, they love me. Damn, they love me. And then all of a sudden, love, 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 hate. Oh, slow down. All right, whatever. Hate. Hate. You know why? Because in that snowflake that is now a snowball, there are so many more snowflakes. Love, 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 love. Hey, 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 hey. They're all the same things, getting bigger. The bigger you get, the more love you get. But guess what you also get, dog? <laughs> more hate, just simple, just simple. All right, I'm telling my wife that right now because she about to take her little, uh, her little fame level to this. I'm like, baby, just remember, remember them snowflakes, right? There's always a love snowflake and there's a hate one. And right now, since it's, it's so small, you just got a little love one. Oh, you got a two love, three love. Oh, look at that big, lovely snowfall, snowball you got right there. Then all of a sudden, it's getting bigger. Here comes some hate ones. And they're all up in there, right? And they're going to be camouflaged, and it's all good. But selective perception makes you focus in on them. If we had to do a data count of how many people love Tony Romo how many people hate Tony Romo or criticize him, do you know how many more people love him? But does he feel that? Well, he's feeling more of the hate because that snowball done got bigger and he's seeing more of those flakes than ever. So just be careful in your life, y'all. Just Walking around tomorrow. Oh, this is bad. Oh, they hating. Who hating? Three girls, Tanya, Tanisha, and Jonathan, and... Is that a girl? (laughs) And Jane. And you got 900 homegirls. That's cool. You had a house party last week. It was packed. And everybody hating. Boy. Stop that with the selective perception. You know I'm excited. We're about to talk track and field. But first, I'm excited to give this book away on Friday. Go to projecttransition.org. Leave a donation. The smallest amount, doesn't matter, big amount. If your heart and your circumstances say you can, um, I'll autograph it, hook you guys up. Also, we have concert tickets, LL Cool Jays this weekend. You can party with that dude. Yes, we are literally going to the concert together. But we're going to meet each other there. (laughs) You know what I mean? But yeah, for real. And throwback jerseys, et cetera. My foundation is a foundation. So that means you support us. We support you back, right? Your donation is going to put you into the sweepstakes to win throwback jerseys, autograph books. We're going to have one-on-one conversations through Zoom. You can record it if you want. Whatever. That's how we roll around these parts around Chia. Now, let's talk about how Noah Lyles rolls around the world because he had a take about what a world champion really looks like. And he just jumped in the mirror and said, me, (laughs) not y'all. 26-year-old Noah Lyles beasting out there. Won his third straight 200-meter world title at the World Athletic Championships in Budapest. Man, this past weekend in the third fastest time ever. And that was only one of his three medals in the competition. Also won 100-meter gold. Becoming the first person to sweep the 100 and 200 since Usain Bolt did in 2015. So after anchoring the 4x1 relay to first place again and added another medal to the tally, he used the final media conference to talk about some things that he had on his chest. So he made a lot of NBA players mad. Let's just go there in terms of what happened. He says... uh, I have to watch the NBA Finals and they have world champion on their heads. World champion of what? The United States? Don't get me wrong, I love the U.S. at times, but that ain't the world. We are the world. We are the children. We have almost every country out here fighting and thriving and putting on a flag to show that they are represented. There ain't no flags in the NBA. Woo, okay. So, then ESPN shared it. See what I'm saying? That's what we were talking about with that TMZ story. Like, you could put something out and then people don't trip on it and then somebody else put it out, like ESPN puts it out on their uh, socials and everybody was like, what? Here we go. KD, Devin Booker, Draymond Green, Damian Lillard, and Bam Adebayo all were in them comments. <laughs> funking up some comments. they funking up some comments here. Durant said, somebody help this brother. <laughs> Meanwhile, Booker chimed in with a singular face palm em- emoji. LOL, is somebody going to tell him? Adebayo wrote, why bro care so much? That's what De'Aaron Fox wrote. He also did it too. All right, and Lillard wrote, TF was the funk? <laughs> and Two laughing emojis did the job. Green's comment read, when being smart goes wrong. All right, all right, I'm going to talk about their comments. Let me do that right now. A lot of those comments are just simply like, dog, what? Calm down. Why are you going there? But none of them really addressed what he said. Maybe they were just like, maybe nothing needs to be said. Because what they say from a distance, don't argue with fools. Because <laughs> they can't tell who's who. Uh, but no one addressed what he said in those comments. It was just like, look at this dude trying to, trying to pop off, trying to be profound, trying to say something different. But what did he say? You know we're going to talk about that. All right, so there's another layer to it coming as well. The NBA prides itself on being an international league. So in part, that's maybe not the right league to go at as much. You you could have went at the NFL more than them. But the NBA is like, yo, we're trying to really represent us around the world globally. And a lot of players we know come from outside of the U.S. borders, Giannis. Luka, et cetera, you know, Jokic. Let's keep going. A gang of them, right? Kim Olajuwon going back in the day. So they've claimed 16 gold medals at the Olympic Games, five at the FIBA World Cup, seven at the FIBA America Cup. Basically, we saying, um, we're, we're, we're world champions because we won the championship here, but when we go over there, we still win. <laughs> you know what I mean? When we go anywhere else, we still win. So I get it. And then there's also a layer to it where Lowell Lyles was talking about how you got to represent in the world at large to be called a world champion. He said, look, we got to do more. We got to be presented to the world. I love the track community, but we can only do so much within our bubble. There's a whole world out there. He's trying to put track in the mainstream conversation. That's what spirited this in the first place. You know, take a shot at the big dogs, maybe not the NFL, but the NBA and say what they talking about over there. What they're acting like they world champions. I'm in Budapest right now. Y'all won y'all championship. Y'all are in Boston. <laughs> you know what I'm mean? talking about? Budapest versus Boston. Which one you think is more of the world, right? Interesting conversation right there. Last but not least, Lyles has a lot of stuff on his docket, and so y'all going to continue to hear this conversation before I break this thing on down. He got a, he got a documentary coming out NBC Sports. He got a Netflix series on the 100-meter. Can't wait instead, he break down the 100. And he wants the sport, obviously, to have more visibility. Okay, here's the problem though. Even though I know where Noah Rouse's is from, let me just start it off like here. He right. <laughs> You're right. And everybody else guessing. <laughs> and Noah's right. <laughs> yeah, where that from? All right, so Noah Rouse is right. But here's how he's right. He's right in a literal sense. In a world where we live in a figurative sense, (laughs) we live in a figurative world, even though people can take it literally. I know this firsthand because I have an eight-year-old son. And every time I say something to him or he says something to me that's literal, I'm like, biscuit, well, let's be figurative about this. uh, Figurative word of speech, right? So here we go. He'll say, Daddy, 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 come here. I want you to play Beyblades with me. I'll say, y'all be there in a minute. 59, 58, 57. Yo, literal boy. (laughs) He really starts out like that. I'll be like, oh, oh, couple, couple seconds. One, two. This world ain't literal, y'all. It ain't. It ain't never been. Freedom of speech. Is it free? (laughs) You can say whatever you want, really, no consequences. You can do what you want to do in this world. Do it. I dare your ass. (laughs) Literally, I dare you to try it, right? You can be whatever you want to be. No, you can't. And I tell kids that all the time. You can't be whatever you want to be. Don't lie. Don't lie. Figure out your passion. Figure out your talents and make them meet. (laughs) Let your talent and passion meet somewhere. That's what you can do. Everything else you're going to be trying. I can never, ever be a painter. Oh, yeah, you can. You can learn and go to drawing school and all that. Shut up. You know why I can't? Because I don't have the talent for it. And guess what happens in that conversation? Someone with the talent and a passion will beat me who's just passionate, (laughs) all right? I'm over there, I went to school, I learned it, I love it, but I ain't talented enough in it. Oh, you don't believe me? All right, well then your ass will never be an NFL defensive end. (laughs) You know why? Because I don't care how much you want to turn the corner and sack Brett Favre. (laughs) You ain't had a talent, it's okay. I don't have the talent to be a damn passionate designer with talent. I don't have it. I don't have it. I didn't have it. And there's so many other things I don't have. The things I do have, I met my talent and my passion and then that's where I became. So in this conversation, don't be literal. No allows. Be figurative. (laughs) Like, well, you know what you're saying, but I do respect what he's saying because I love track so much. And dog is such a bear, such a beast of a sport. And it's so pure. The results are so real. Like, ain't no, ah, oh, if they wouldn't have fumbled and no, Nah, dog. You dropped the baton, that's your fault. You fumbled, that's your fault. It ain't coach's fault. You know, in football, we can go all the way. Oh, we fumbled. We didn't fumbled. And then coach wouldn't have called that. And Pete Carroll would have threw it then. And he should have ran in it. And track, it's like, dog, what was your time? Who won? Okay, I'll holler at you later. So I think that they just got caught up in the rural world of literal versus figurative. Don't believe me? Talk to your kids and be literal to them. And then you'll realize what Noah Lyles just said. I hear you, but I don't feel you. Coming up next I'll Never Shut Up, Oh, first, I want y'all to beat that up in the comments, of course. So, do y'all agree with his comments? Uh, Should the NBA stars be upset with his comments? I just skipped right through it because I thought I had the last word. And y'all excited to see these documentaries? I am. But let's see what Noah Lyles is really talking about. Y'all with Noah? Y'all with the NBA crew. I want to know what that is. All right, now we're coming up next. So, never shut up. It's time for me to funk up some comments. So, I am about to do that right now. Let me do it. Now, first, it'd be nice if I had them already set up. But that's the second day in a row where your boy out here is slipping. But I ain't slipping that long because look at that. Bam, I already got them. Ready? Let's talk about Brett Favre and Warren Sapp on Jason Whitlock's show, Fearless. Y'all like that show? Saw some in the comments saying yeah. Saw some in the comments saying no. I actually like it. I don't need to agree with you to like your show either. You just got to make me think. Entertain me, sucker. And I like that. I really enjoyed all versions of Speak for Yourself until you left. Colin and Jason were quite the pair, and it just got better. I enjoy Fearless. I don't agree with Jason a lot, but he really cares about what he's talking about and makes great points. Sap? I don't know what to expect from him. Favre? I've always respected his opinion on football topics, and if he has other things he wants to talk about, I'm interested. Yeah, I don't know what Brett Favre talks about outside of football and Wranglers. I never, I, I just never heard him talk about anything. Like, you know, I, I, I felt when he was talking about his father, when his father passed away, but... I don't know any issues he talks about. So, mm. I watch Fearless pretty much daily. It's a great show. They address topics that aren't in your face but need to be addressed and also points things out from different perspectives. I don't agree with everything Jason Whitlock says, but he's definitely opened my eyes to a lot of things the left has done and agendas that are pushed. I think every time you say Jason Whitlock, his his full name is Jason Whitlock. I don't agree with everything he says. (laughs) Everyone says that. Trey Lance, Cowboys Trey. Trey got the number one reps last season when he was named the starter over Jimmy G. Played decent in the preseason. Got four games as a starter rookie season and last year. And played with the twos and threes this season. Shanahan set him up to fail. Well, circumstances did as well. If you get hurt, what we supposed to do? Wait for you? Get band-aids? Sit there and rampart, rampart. Emergency. And everybody just shuts down? We can't shut down the operation. We got to keep it moving. Like soul to soul. Keep... Oh, moving. Getting a quarterback who was once a starter for your chief rival. Hmm. He provides a scout team opportunity for your vaunted defense's biggest weakness, the running quarterback. Great point. Always looking for the running quarterback in practice. Usually it's the fast receiver that could throw a little. <laughs> what a fast receiver that could throw a little bit. All right, you the backup quarterback who's going to be the running quarterback of the opposing team. Great point. I think he's a third-string quarterback in Dallas, and it ain't going to be trade time anytime soon. Okay, I'll take that. Stephen A. and Levitard. Dan and other former ESPN people seem to be hell-bent on, gaming, on gaining their audience by knocking ESPN and the people there. Just focus on your own growth. Amen. It's happening even with me somewhat. When I say flattering things about the people at ESPN or, or about ESPN, ah, you just want to go back and work there. No, I don't. <laughs> I've been there, done that. I really don't. Um, I love ESPN for what ESPN is great for. And I don't like them, what they are not good at. What else is new? (laughs) Just like analysts. I like some, I don't like some. Some like me, some don't. What else is new, right? So like, we need to stop with this whole like, I'm going to bash ESPN to get some of the Pat Mc... Like, the whole Pat McAfee formula. I feel like that's what it is. Pat McAfee, in part, blew up because he was anti-ESPN. Like, he was against it, or people thought he was against it, or he just wasn't ESPN. Because they didn't let him in the door and give him a job, you know, when he wanted it in 2017. That ain't how you grow. Not sustainable. I can't grow this channel and be big and talk about them all day in a bad way. I could talk about them. That's what this show is. We talk about sports and where it intersects life. Basically, entertainment, culture, all that. But we also talk about those who talk about sports and give them the same energy they give those athletes, right? I police the police, and I like it. Got everybody on their damn toes. Ain't nothing wrong with that. (laughs) I am a fan of Dan, but I honestly think he is jealous of Stephen A. and Skip. Mm. He is coming off like, If Stephen ain't your homie, that's show a weird way of showing it, right? With friends like you, who needs enemies, right? That's what I think of that. Um, I can't go jealous. He got his own thing brewing and big. Jealous, he left on his own. He took shots at them. He left. I don't know about jealous. I will say you got a weird way of showing your friendship, Uh, but it doesn't always have to be jealousy. To, to be like that. It could just be like, yo, I don't like what you do. <laughs> and now since I don't work with you, I don't have to protect you. Maybe it's some of that. Um, here's the last one right here. Undisputed in this new look. It was clear that Richard Sherman understood the ebb and flow of, of Skip the best. Sherman could be the next Shannon. I think Skip already knows. Yeah, Sherman played that role of like, I'm not going to try and win the day. But I'm going I'm to say some winning things, right? Like get in, get out, right? He had a good balance. I'll give you that. I hope there's more structure going forward because that was verbal combat out of control. Jury's still out on this show. Of course, the jury's still out. It's only the first episode. I'm not taking care of the show by not criticizing and killing it at the one day. So much is going to change so fast. You'll look like a fool one way or the other talking about this show. Just acknowledge what you saw and say what I'm going to see probably is going to look different. But yeah. Uh, they need to get that in control real fast. I don't even know what today's show looks like, but structure, that's all it is. And Skip is not a moderator. Skip can't be the moderator. One, he doesn't read with enough energy. Like, a moderator's Carissa Thompson. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know how she destroys a a, a, a prompter? Emmanuel Ocho could be a moderator because you know how he destroys a prompter? Like, I mean, they just, they make love to that prompter. Like, dog, you like, the words come out with energy. Skip ain't that. Skip ain't got those beats. It's all good. Skip need to be back in his role. Completely agree. Michael Urban talked the entire time, and Skip seemed to be moderating mostly. Sharon was cool and reserved. Keyshawn won the alpha battle for sure to control and stole the show. Look, you got three ballers, two Hall of Famers. They beefing. They beefing to see who gets to the top in their own gentle, nice way. That's how you do it. You know? You throw, you throw three ballers together and throw one ball out there, one mic. Oh, you about to see some warfare. They're going to figure it out because they're going to realize, oh, we're going to be better if I'm over here, you over there. You know, they're just getting their run on. This is the first game of them getting run on. They don't have the chemistry yet. It's coming. I thought the chaos kind of differentiates the show from first take. I hope they don't adjust and keep it as is. I also thought having a couple of segments with just Skip and Wayne Wayne Skip and Richard were fun to give everybody a chance to catch their breath, but I would hope the show stays with four pundits at a time with no moderator. There's really nothing like it. I will say this. Skip is not a moderator, but somebody could play the role of moderator and get it going. I like shows without a moderator. I like when Acho and I were doing our show with no moderator. I used to love that. It's like, why we got to just let you go, and we sitting there like this. Okay, we can speak now? You know, like, I'm like, dog, Let's just, you and I alternate. You go, you go. You give it your flavor. I get my flavor. Let's just get the topic out. Simple as that. I like that. The intro was goaded. Hell yeah, Lil Wayne went there. Easy F, baby. He said, Wheezy F. And then he said, damn, what'd he say? The F, S, one. I was like, God dang. All right, y'all. Y'all know how we finish every show. Woo, that was fire. With a wilyism, yeah. Even the wrong things happen to the right people. Woo! Can a drummer get wicked? Uh man, that happens. Even the wrong things happen to the right people. Let's just talk about a little thunderstorm, right? Little thunderstorm. You know, you're going through a tough patch, tough stretch. And you're like, why me? what did I do? You tr- First thing everybody thinks about is karma. What did I do wrong to get this bad? <laughs> right? Nah, B. You need to get toughened up. You need, to get, you need to get a couple of those upside the head to get you right for this race, the endurance necessary, the character necessary for you to go out there and be at your best. And I hate raising my hand in admission that I'm going through tough stuff. And I hate that I get chosen to go through tough stuff. But I do. But I always remember even the wrong things happen to the right people, right? To make me go through that situation so that when I come out of it, I'll be all right. Catch that? Yeah. Nobody wants to be the one that gotta go through the thick of things. I didn't want to go through training camps, but every time I had to go through it, necessary evil. It just really makes you better. We talked about it yesterday, how much stronger you get, and how there's true power in pain, right? Well, it's the same thing here in this principle. Like when you go through things, even if it's you didn't deserve it. First of all, please stop saying that to yourself. You're a damn lie. You're on this planet rotating and spinning with the rest of us. You deserve it, right? The highs and lows, the balancing act of life. It's going to happen to all of us. So that's why I'm not a huge believer in karma. That's another conversation. Because no matter how good you live, bad's coming your way. <laughs> so I would trip over when people would talk about, oh, that's just karma. I was like, no, that's just life. <laughs> oh, no, nah, what'd you do? I know people that do a lot of bad and a lot of good comes to them, too. Is that karma? No. <laughs> Let me stay focused. So even the wrong things happen to the right people. I know I live a good life, a right life in terms of intention. You know, it's supposed to be judged on your heart and your intentions, right? I do the right things a lot. I'm in the 90 percentile, for real, y'all. I used to be in the 80s when I was single. <laughs> I used to be in the eights when I was in the eights when I was in the league. Lower um single digits but uh seriously i try to do the right things man and still bad things happen still bad things come my way still it gets tough right all kind of crazy stuff so i'm gonna be naked on this show and just let y'all know the real man when i'm going through it uh all the experiences i went through my firstborn was out of wedlock baby mama wasn't raised with me fully a lot but not fully hated it Hated it, hated it, could cry right now, but I won't. But let me tell you one thing it did, and I swear it did it. Woo! Ask my boys, ask my folks about me as a father to my kids now. And I am reminded starkly every single second of how much time I missed with my first one and how precious this time is I have with my other three. That's why I'm all in, y'all. That's part of why I'm not traveling this country Uh, Sorry, the world no allows. (laughs) Um, Broadcasting. I get opportunities. So many these outlets and want me to go here and do this and star on this show and travel here. I'm just not built for it. And largely is because I missed that time with my first and I ain't doing it again. Seriously, that moved to New York when they wanted me to move to New York years ago. Then a couple and then last year when they wanted me to to New York. Nope. Want me to go travel the country, travel the world to do these shows? Nope. And it's a gamble, y'all. <laughs> you be like, damn, spending a lot of that money you made sacking Peyton Manning. But I'm investing in my future and I'm investing in my family. So just letting y'all know, man, no matter what's going on, even the wrong things happen to the right people. It's all good, dog. Come out stronger. You're gonna get through it as well. All right, y'all. That'll do it for more to it. Check the show notes for all the information on our topics today. Today! Wanna to keep the conversation going? Let's talk. Find me on all socials at marcellus Swiley. More to it is a production of Dan Patrick Productions, that Dude Entertainment and Workhouse Media. Show is executive, produced by Dan Patrick, Marcel Swiley, Paul Anderson, and Nick Panella. Thanks for all the love ratings and Subscriptions and reviews, membership to Wiley's World on YouTube. Keep it coming because there's more coming for more to it. Talk to y'all hella soon. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. (laughs) Ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.